So good evening. I'm Myrna Voda. Um, and I'm I'm doing this because normally Larry does this, but but I'm doing it because of stocking stuffers. This is the third and last week of stocking stuffers for this year. Um, and so we are having two great vendors tonight. So Katie White is going to be on first. And Katie is a travel person, and she's going to tell us all about vacations and cruises. And um, somebody said, oh, but that's not a stocking stuffer. And we said, well, stocking stuffers is kind of a generic name. You know, it's 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 you could want a cruise for Christmas. I'd want a cruise for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, um, Katie, you're up. And then after Katie at 830, um, Barry Scheuer and Kay are going to talk about guide likes and gadgets. So, Katie, it's your turn. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And um, hopefully what I have to say will be of interest to you. So before I get really into talking about travel, um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the benefits of vacationing and budgeting, planning, those sorts of things. I just want to tell you a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a mom to two young kiddos. I have a five, almost six-year-old and a three-year-old. I homeschool my kids and I'm the co-president of our cooperative preschool that we attend. Um, I've got a ton of experience working with individuals with disabilities of all different kinds. That's what I've done for my entire professional career. Um, my husband is blind and both of my parents are blind. So I have a lot of personal experience in the travel industry wow. dealing with disabilities. Um, so that's kind of how it's husband and parents fell into this niche. Um, I was ready to take a step back from the corporate world and be more present at home with the kids and, um, with my. It for years for, um, everyone that, that, that I know pretty much friends and family. And he said, you know, why don't you do this professionally? Um, we, you know, we need something that's a little more flexible and I think you'd be great at it. So with his encouragement, um. I, I was able to pursue my dreams. I've always wanted to do this and it, I'm really excited to be doing it. I've been a travel agent now for almost three years. Um, and so it's been, it's been great. It's worked out really well for our family, but that's a little bit about me. So now I'll talk about the benefits of vacations and why we should be taking vacations. So studies have shown that stress can lead to high blood pressure and heart disease. Um, it can also cause some mental health issues. It can damper your motivation. Stress, I'm sure, as we all know, is a, is a big source of um, uncertainty for a lot of people, and it can cause a lot of issues. Well, going on a vacation can relieve that stress. It has been shown that taking a trip and having something to look forward to um, really just helps your overall health. Um, it helps your physical health by reducing that stress. It helps your mental health by giving you a break. And then it can help your mental motivation by giving you a goal to work towards. I'm not really sure about you, but for me, at least, even if I take a staycation and I'm at home, it's like I'm constantly, I have something to be doing, something that needs done, work I've got to do on the house or X, Y, and Z errands that have to be run, like all of that kind of stuff. So the only way I really get to take a break from all of that everyday stress is actually taking a vacation and getting out of the house and out of my usual comfort zone. 
um, so that I'm away from those areas that can really cause a lot of stress and increase that um, need to be doing something. Another really great benefit of vacations is family relationships and bonding experiences. So you get some really unique experiences when you take a trip, especially if you do so as a family, that's going to create memories that are going to last a lifetime. Um, An example is we like to take cruises with my parents and we take the kids with us and they, my parent, my parents and the kids get a lot of bonding time and experiences together that they would never get else or otherwise. Um, when back in 2021, yes, 2021, um, we went on a cruise and for part of that cruise, my parents took my son, my, my oldest child out onto the beach with them. And while they were out there, I guess a bird flew in and stole his French fry. Um, And that is something that even two, almost three years down the road, my son still talks about all the time. He'll, he's always talking about the bird that stole his French fry. And um, when he sees birds that look like that one, you know, he says, Grammy, look, that one is the bird that stole my French fry. And so those are moments that have really made an impression on him that he wouldn't have gotten to have if we had not gone on those trips together. Um, You also, another benefit of vacations is decreased burnout. So it really gives you a a chance to have a mental break. And that can also really help your creativity. I personally have found that a lot with myself, especially in the field that I'm in, I do have to travel and have that boots on the ground experience so that I can pass my knowledge on to my clients. And a lot of times if I feel like I'm really stuck in a rut of creativity where I can't think of social media posts or I can't think of new ideas of things that I could do for my clients to make it a better experience. A lot of times I find that if I go on a trip myself, just being in a new environment and having those new experiences really helps to increase my creativity, increase my motivation. Um, And overall, it just really seems to help me as a person. (laughs) Um, So having a vacation is a a great benefit of that decreased burnout. Um, And then of course, increased overall happiness. Studies have shown that people have elevated moods when they have an upcoming trip. Um, It's a scientific fact. If you've got something to look forward to, you tend to be in a better mood. Um, So having that on the books is always helpful. And then it also helps with your budget. So Traveling can be a lot more affordable than you would think. The further out that you book, the more money that you're able to save. So that is where having that vacation scheduled can really help you in in multiple different ways, not only with your mental health and your motivation, but also that budgeting portion. Most suppliers that you work with will offer payment plans They will allow you to make as many payments as you'd like and as many increments as you'd like up until that final payment date, as long as it's fully paid off. Booking early is also always the best option. Almost always, the earlier you book, the better your pricing is. And if you work with an agent, even if a sale comes out and your pricing goes down, your agent should be automatically price checking that for you to make sure that you are saving the most amount of money that you can. So even if you book early and you're, let's say you book a Disney vacation, you book it for a year out from now and the, the price is, you know, 
$3,000 just for an example. And then a sale comes out next summer where it's going to make it $2,500 and you'll save $500. Working with an agent, you should be able to receive that, that promotion automatically. So you've had time to pay on your trip and you also get that best sale pricing. So it works in two different ways. It's a great way to help make a trip fit into a budget. The further out you book, the better off you are. And then my recommendation that I give a lot of times to clients when we're talking about budgeting uh, is trying to always leave $300 of just-in-case money. That's always my recommendation. So if someone comes to me and they let me know that they have a budget of $1,000, I, I will ask, does that include your just-in-case money? Because if it does, then their real budget is more like $700 so that we've got that $300 of play money if something were to happen or you found something that you just had to have as a souvenir or something like that. There's also a lot of other ways that you are able to make travel affordable. Um, you know, one of the ways that my family helps to do that is we take a gallon water bottle, which sounds excessive, <laughs> but what we do, especially when we go to theme parks or if it's going to be hot somewhere, we'll take a, a gallon water bottle and fill it all the way to the top with ice. And then we'll cover the top of that with water. We'll just fill it the rest of the way. And then while we're out and about in the theme parks, like at Universal or Disney, we're not paying $5 for a bottle of water. We have cold water at our fingertips all day long. So over the cost of, or over the length of that trip, the cost of, we've saved on drinks and time waiting in line to order these drinks is astronomical, especially when you're talking someplace such as like Disney. Um, another way that you can help vacations fit into your budget is thinking about using gift cards. There's a lot of places that offer rewards for gift cards or purchases. Um, some credit card companies will give you 10% cash back if you make purchases at Disney. Um, so you can get 10% cash back on those payments that you make. Um, there are places like Costco and Sam's Club that offer gift cards for certain places at a discounted rate. So you can maybe get $200 worth of gift cards for $175 and you've saved $25 just in one shot right there. Um, so that is a great way to help make a trip fit into your budget. You always have to be careful. Not all suppliers accept gift cards, but a lot of them do. Um, so definitely check with your agent before you go buy gift cards for everywhere. But it is a really good um, money saving tip that I like to share with everyone, especially when we're talking budgets. Now, as far as planning a vacation, um, a lot of people get really overwhelmed with that aspect because there are, there's a whole world to explore. So how do you know where you want to go, when you want to go, what's the best time, the best resort? Um, that is where an agent comes in. So I'm not sure if any of you know how working with an agent, it, it works, but so suppliers like cruise lines, Disney, Universal, hotels, resorts, they'll build the cost of an agent into their pricing. So when you book with them directly, they are able to count that additional amount built in for the agent as an extra line of income, and you are paying for a service that you're not receiving. When you work with an agent, most of the time it's completely free to you. There are some agents that charge planning fees, um, but a lot of us do not. And it's completely free to you to work with us. And then you get access to our knowledge and our experiences to help make sure that your vacation is going to be exactly what you want. 
um, agents. We have the boots on the ground experience. I've done site tours of different places. Um, I've done training cruises. I've done all sorts of things to make sure that my knowledge is the best that it can be for my clients. And I do trainings all the time. I have annual trainings I have to do. There's a, there's a whole bunch of things that I do to make sure that I know what I'm talking about for my clients. So when you work with an agent, they'll be able to help you figure out where you want to go, when you want to go, and what you want to do, where you want to stay. And that's that's what we do. We know that information so that you don't have to, and it can take that stressful portion out of the vacation planning for you. Planning is really important, no matter what kind of trip you're going on. Um, there are a lot of people that will do like last minute trips and then they tend to have bad experiences or those are the ones that will write really negative reviews on hotels or things like that because, you know, they they took a last minute trip and then it wasn't what they wanted because they didn't take the time to plan it. So planning is really important and that's kind of where that booking further out comes in again. Um, so the further out that you book, the more you can budget for it and the more that you can plan for it. So you are getting the experience that you want. You have time to really think on what it is that you're looking to get out of a vacation. So planning with me, how can I as an agent help you? And um, there are multiple ways that I do this. Every client is different and I try to tailor my services to my clients. I'm still fairly new in the travel agent world, even though I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, most don't consider a travel agent a seasoned travel agent until 10 plus years, just because it, it takes a lot of time to learn a whole world of destinations. Um, but when you work with me as your agent, I help with a lot of different things. Um, one of the things that I help with is accessibility within the websites. So I will help my clients to purchase their shore excursions or their drink packages or link their tickets in their Disney account or whatever it is, because a lot of the suppliers don't have fully accessible websites or apps. So I help fill that gap while they're still making those changes and improvements by um, setting up phone calls or meetings with my clients. And then we I'll read through all of the different options and what it is that they want. And I'll help them get it in their cart and purchase so that it's all set and ready to go. Um, I also help with accessibility around the destination options available. So for example, at Disney, there are a ton of different accessibility options out there. So I help you know what options are available, where to find them, how to, to get those for you. Um, all of that information I, I help you with. Understanding the fine print is another thing that I do as well. There are a lot of um, ins and outs that come along with different types of bookings and travel. Um, so I help you figure all that out so that you can fully understand the terms of the vacation that you're getting ready to book. I'm also a direct line of contact in case of issues, which is, I think, really invaluable. Um, I know that it, I'm, a lot of my clients have found it really valuable as well. Um, so, you know, you hear about these really long hold times at places. Like um, I have, I've known of someone that waited on hold for Disney when they needed to have their um, account fixed because there was something not showing up in their account that they had already linked. They were on hold for four and a half hours. If you had a travel agent, you wouldn't have to be on hold. The travel agent would do that for you. 
Um, you also don't have to wonder, well, who do I ask about this? Or how am I going to figure this out? If you have any sort of questions, any sort of issues, trouble, anything like that, um, you have a direct line of someone that's going to help you. And if I don't know the answer to a question, I will find the answer to the question and get back to you. Um, so you don't have to do all of that legwork on the back end. Um, I may also have ideas or resources that you might not even be aware exist at your destination. Like you may not know, for example, that there are tactile maps available at Disney. But I do know that. and I'm able to share that information with you. I'm very detail oriented. And um, like I mentioned several times, I, I've got that boots on the ground experience, not for everywhere that I've booked, but for a lot of places, especially the places I specialize in, I have a lot of experience in those areas. So when you're working with an agent and trying to figure out if it's a good fit, um, I always like to have a conversation with my clients before I get them booked. I just like to know that we're going to vibe and that it's going to be a good match for you and a good match for me and everything's going to go well because if our personalities just do not match, then typically you're not going to have a very good experience and that's definitely not what I want. Um, my goal is for all of my clients to have a great experience. So I like to have a conversation with my clients before we really fully get them booked so that we have a chance to chat I think a lot of other agents do that as well. And it's important when you're doing something as a, as as big and expensive as planning a vacation because it, it is really, they, they do tend to be expensive. It tends to be a treat that people do for themselves. And then it's a memory that you're going to have for the rest of your life. So you want it to be a great experience and you want to make sure that every aspect of it is what you want. So you want to find the agent that works for you. And then when you're working with an agent, what they do is they will do the actual booking of the vacation. So we'll give you different options. We'll talk to you about these options, the pros, the cons, the pricing, all of that information. Then we get you booked once we've got all of the information that we need from you. And then your agent should support you. Um, I can't speak for every agent out there, but at least for me, I always check in with my clients as about every six weeks or so on average. Um, if I haven't heard from them in a, in a while, I'll check in then too. But most of the time I'm checking in, just making sure like, hey, is there anything you need? Do you have any questions? Reminding you of upcoming things like checking in for your hotel opens at this date. Um, checking in for your cruise is this day. Here's how you're going to do this. These are recommendations I have for shore excursions for this cruise. This is what I recommend doing at Universal first and doing this last or that sort of information, those tips and tricks I send along to my clients. Another way that I help my clients is I give accessible shore, or not shore plans, um, ship deck plans for cruising clients. There are not accessible deck plans for any of the ships, not that I have found. Um, they are all very inaccessible the screen readers just do not work for them. So I type them up and I create accessible documents um, because I think it should, it should be accessible to everyone. So that's another thing that I do for my clients. I do have some areas of specialty, um, accessible travel. So anywhere I've had people go to Mexico. I've had people go to Hawaii. I've got a couple of people going to Italy and Croatia next summer. So accessible travel, just in general, Disney vacations. So anything Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruises, doesn't matter. 
anything Disney I'm highly trained on and Universal Orlando Resorts as well. I also have a lot of training in that area and I'm doing additional training in January. I'll be doing an on-site tour of all of their um, resorts so that I've got that boots on the ground knowledge for you again. And then cruise vacations. Um, I specialize with Royal Caribbean, Carnival, and Norwegian, but I can book any cruise line as well. And I do have a couple of opportunities that I wanted to talk about just really quick. And then um, if it's okay, I, I can take questions if that's something that we're allowed to do. But I have got a couple of guided group cruises coming up. So that means I will be on the ship with my clients um, we're planning to have guided shore excursions. If people are interested in that, I actually have a meeting about guided shore excursions for one of my trips tomorrow, which is really great. Um, we'll be doing ship orientation tours. We'll schedule meetups around the ship. We can have dinners together, all of that sort of thing. So I will be on the ship and helping to guide those who are there with me. This is definitely a working trip for me, not a vacation. Um, and I plan to be available to my clients that go with me as much as you guys need me. So I have a couple of different opportunities for that. I have one sailing to Alaska in September of 2024. Um, it's going to Sitka, Skagway, Juneau, and Victoria. I'm really excited about this one. I have never been to Alaska. Alaska is on my bucket list, so I am, I am stoked. I cannot wait to go to that one. And then I have another one coming up as well to the Eastern Caribbean. Um, it's on the Voyager of the Seas in April of 2025. So it's further out. Um, it's the very end of April, beginning of May. And that one is going to both of Royal Caribbean's private islands, uh, Labadee in Haiti, and then Perfect Day at Coco Cay in the Bahamas. Um, and I've got all of the kind of fine print with those as well, if anyone is interested. Um, I believe my information was sent out to you guys. I can also give it to you really quick. So if you are interested, I can always send it to you. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about any of those. Um, my phone number, that's definitely my preferred way to talk to you. Um, I like to actually have that conversation and connect with people. Uh, my phone number is 317-694-4023. And then my email is katie, K-A-T-I-E dot white, like the color, at MMV, so Magical Moments Vacations, MMVagent.com. Uh, yes, there's a hand up, 951 area code. That's Miss Nancy, probably. Hi there, Katie. I'm, I, you know, I've been, I, I love that cruising. Um, but I have a question. Did I got got in there kind of late? Things were happening. Did you, do you escort some of these tours, or do you have guides for people if necessary, or on the tours, or you, you have you, you know, you get cabin lists together, like like how the how the how the ship is laid out, etc. And, and yes. our menus braille. Thank you. Yeah, so for my guided group cruises I've got coming up, the one to Alaska and to the Caribbean, I will be there to be a guide. Um, I've got people lined up to be guides, especially on the Alaskan one, because it's been very popular. If I need extra hands, I have extra guides available. Um, and then, yes, I do work with the cruise lines to get as many things as they will give me, is the way that I will say that. <laughs> um that I can get them brailled. So they won't braille them for you, but 
if they will send them to me, which a lot of times they will send me, especially things like menus. Um, they will send me those ahead of time and then I will get them brailled for you and I send them out to my clients. So what I do is I make packets for my clients before they travel. I usually send them out about a week before travel and it includes that that sort of thing. Um, it'll have like luggage tags, the menus, if you need them in braille, all of that will be in there. Um, if you're traveling with a guide dog, it'll have your guide dog form that you need to have, like all of that stuff. Did, did you, forgive me, I won't keep you, but did you say that the Eastern Caribbean, you're going to Haiti? I'm not sure I don't want to go to Haiti. Um, one of them Haiti? went to the Eastern Caribbean. Yeah, it's Royal Caribbean's private area on Haiti. It is not um, in a public area. It is a private owned area of Haiti. Um, so it's Labadee and then Perfect Day at Coco Cay in the Bahamas. And that's the Eastern Caribbean cruise, which is in April of 2025. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Any next, other hands? We, next is area code 918. Um, you haven't mentioned, uh, I'm not traveling at this point um, because I can't, but um you haven't mentioned travel insurance and we had a, my late husband and I were going on a cruise and we ended up not being able to go. And it was a real hassle to get our money back. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had travel insurance, but it was a real hassle to get our money back. Yeah. So I always recommend travel insurance. Um, it is a really personal choice whether or not someone takes it. Um, and then I am not allowed like legally because I'm not a licensed insurance agent. I'm not allowed to assist with travel insurance beyond helping you find the policy that's going to fit for you. Um, like actually filing a claim and those sorts of things I'm legally not allowed to do for my clients, unfortunately. Nicolette is next. Um, do you have any tours that handle guide dogs? Um, so my Both of my group cruises I'm doing, guide dogs are welcome to come along. Yeah. A lot of Thank places you. are really accommodating with service animals. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, Debbie yeah. Detheridge. Debbie Detheridge. Oh, Dethridge. okay. Yeah, it'll be a real For once, quick. I was uh, hoping to... <laughs> do you uh, do uh, trips besides cruises? Like if somebody wanted to go somewhere else, do you work with people on that as well? Yeah. Yep, I've had people go all over the place. Oh, please let me ask my question. It's yeah, I will. Deborah, because we love you, go. <laughs> oh, thank you, Myrna. I love you back. Okay, <laughs> so um, because my question is more general. So, Katie, you, you mentioned two trips, but those are pretty far out. So, in general, if somebody wanted to go on a cruise in January or February, or they wanted to go to a particular country in March or April, what would be the way to go about using you to do that? Would you suggest that we study cruise lines and study offers and then call you and say, I want to do this. Will you book it for me? Or, should, or would you rather that people call you out of the blue and say, uh, you know, I don't sticking to cruises. I've, I've done a, I've done cruises and I really like this particular line and this particular time of year. How, how would you like people to proceed in and enlisting um, your support it's really up to you i have some people that send me a link to the cruise they want and they say this is what what i want book me um but a lot of people i think kind of would prefer that i help them identify what it is that they're looking for again it's all about you and your experience what you want to get out of it and i'm happy to help however i can 
a lot of people call me though and they say i want to go on a cruise this is where i want to go and then i have questions that i i know that i need to ask you to figure out what line is going to be the best fit for you um and i so, can give tailored recommendations so you're flexible it sounds like i yeah. definitely am yeah it's all okay. about the science and what you guys want so great good um okay. katie do you have a website that was like um okay so um my website that i use is my facebook page it's just katie white with magical moments vacations the best way to get a hold of me is either calling me or giving me an or sending me an email my number is 317-694-4023 and my email is katie k-a-t-i-e dot white spelled just like the color at mmv as in magical moments vacations mmvagent.com thank you so much katie for for doing this thank you so much for being you're welcome thank you for having me yeah yeah great talk great talk katie thanks so much so now this is the last person well persons that for stocking stuffers this year so it's barry Scheuer and Kay um, is going to, Kay Ann Roush is going to help them. And um, Barry and Kay are guidelines and gadgets. So need I say more? So Barry, it's yours. I'm going to start with what I will call a lot of new products. And some of them are very, very, very new. Myrna, did you get your, did you get your um, case today? I, I didn't get it yet. No. Okay. Well, some people did today. So okay. the, the best news for us. Um, for three years, we have been looking for Braille display cases that are reasonably priced and will hold 32 and 40 cell display and note takers because we've had a wonderful 20 cell one for years called a Braille gun case, which is basically a concealed weapons carrier that looks like a Bible and opens up in the middle. And it doesn't say Bible, but it looks it, it's sort of like you see these. I wonder if that's a book or that's a gun. But on the inside, we, we take the holster out. And what you have is a wonderful, protective, and compatible way to put in a Braille display with all functions accessible, as well as a great storage compartment. And the thing then, you just pick, you know, it's like, it's like a book. It opens up 180 degrees. You got enough room for everything. It's very, very solid. You can throw it in a suitcase and not worry about your braille display. But it is for 20 cell displays and note takers. And it's a it's too bad. It's an inch short of holding the Braille Sense 6. Mona and I were bemoaning that a couple of weeks ago. It's like, it's so close. Well, close is not good. So we we've been wandering around with lots of our different manufacturers and you know, talking here and there and say, you know, we we need something that's like, like a gun case that's as protective and sturdy. Well, we found it. And we've got display cases now that they're, everything we do is leather. So anything we talk about is a leather case. No other fake stuff here. No, 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 no fake. We don't, we don't do fake. But these, they open in the middle. It looks again like a book. Um, they're about 10 by 12. There's actually one that's closer to about eight, nine, nine by 11. And that one we can probably use for 32s, but we like the 10 by 12 pretty much for everything. Um, and it's a main compartment to put your display. And then there's an accessories compartment. You zip them both up. You've got something that looks like a book. 
your case is protected and you do with that what you want. It's got a great handle. It does not. These cases, the one thing they do not have is a strap. They have a handle. It's a good handle, but it's not something we have figured out yet how to put a strap attachment to. Um, which means if you're carrying it, you're sort of carrying it and protecting it yourself. But that's, you know, that's just the one thing that we've noticed with these cases. However, the people who have gotten them have been really, when we first showed them about two months ago, I had them at a conference and I had two of them, uh, this, this memory is going to stay with me for a while. I had two of them on my left side and two people who are my friends came up. And the next thing I know, they're gone. And it wasn't like they're paying for it. They're just, we've got them. I'm like, you've got what? Oh, Viola, hi. Yep, it's ours. We already decided. So I'm looking at a couple of them going, yep, these aren't staying around here. Um, it was the first time we had shown them. And it was, and that was, I brought two and they were gone in about 10 seconds. And that was that, um, which I should have known better. So those are the Braille display cases. They are $60. And that is way under executive products, turtleback products or whatever. And you get the same accessibility that you get with them and the same usability. But you get better protectability with our cases because you can really throw these into a bag. So this is sort of a three-year search ended. We now have cases to support anything from a 20 to a 40 cell Braille display. I cannot get a focus into it. The focus is 15 inches long. To a focus, a focus needs something that we just haven't figured out yet that will work with the case. It's it's got to be another. It's close, but it's got to be about another two and a half inches over. Let me switch from the big things to the little things. Let me talk about pouches because we've had quite a since we've been here and the year is gone. We've had quite a revolution in pouches. Some of you know that when Kay and I started ten years ago. One of the earliest products we did was a hands-free neck pouch. That pouch with that, that little soft leather pouch with the paracord on it, uh, we've probably sold a thousand of the first model. And that first model has served us very well. It had two compartments and a snap and a third large compartment on the back. And you put your phone into it with the camera facing outward. And because there were different height compartments, you could use either, you know, whatever phone you had. It was not the sturdiest pouch in the world. It would work. And people saw them. I've had them for five, six years. But basically, it was a it was a softer leather, very pliable. And the string sometimes would pull through the gussets and or the, something. Like, it, it, it was a $15 pouch. And for them, for lasting for three, four, five years, that was amazing. Well, about three months ago, this always happens. We're always sort of basically pushing our suppliers to say, what's new? What do you got? What's really neat? Actually, often now they call us, especially the guys from Motorstam and Leather Motorcycle, because the CEO is always calling me. I got something you and Kay got to see. Well, that's really a change from seven years ago. It's a long way from the day that, you know, we had stuff snatched out of our hands and he thought we had some disease that we were carrying when we first walked into the store. So we've come a long way. I think uh, a little money down the line sort of does that. Um, but we have found a much stronger version, still leather, still pliable of that pouch. Still two compartments, still a snap. But because it is so heavy, 
with a and with a with really good zipper poles. They've got circular zipper poles, metal poles on it that really um they're they're pretty heavy duty. Um the result is you can use this with the camera and the camera isn't going to move very much. It's a heavy enough pouch that it's I mean we're going to talk about no bouncy in a minute, but it isn't quite that. But if you want something to carry multiple items, credit cards with you, your you know, a wallet in the back or something, this is the pouch you want. If you just want a pouch for the phone only, then no, no bouncy is probably your guide. But for now, the multiple utility pouch, I think, is the best choice for just basically traveling out, you know, with when you want to have your phone freestand, you know, freehand, and you want to also maybe have something else with you. Now, the no bouncy is a very different sort of pouch. The no bouncy is a leather strap that goes around your neck. In one of two positions, it it basically snaps. And there are two compartments. There's a main snap compartment, and mostly what people use is a zipper compartment for phones. It is an extremely heavy leather and very durable to the point where that camera is just locked in with a zipper. It just stays when you wherever you put it. It's worked with everything from an SE. I've done it with a 15 Pro Max. Um, you, there, you know, there are, there are some little tricks you may need to use to get it fitting exactly perfectly right. But that's become the standard pouch that lots of people at IRA and Be My Eyes and people who are users of those things recommend. The only thing with the No Bouncy is this. They're extremely hard for us to get our hands on. And it's not an item that you just buy. We actually modify that pouch. There are things we do that are supplier in conjunction with our demands do. And problem is they are getting harder to get. I've got an order book for 24 of them. Hopefully they will be here, here or next week, but it may be a weightless thing. If you really want to know bouncy, um, we ran out of them unfortunately last week at convention. And I'm hoping I've got some later this week, but with Thanksgiving, I can't count on it. So it's, I'm telling people at least it's going to be two weeks for the no bouncy, but I'm hoping we really will be in time for Christmas. I'm, I don't think that'll be a problem. I mean, I'll just keep, you know, screaming at, screaming at our person until we actually get them. But they are also $35, just like the first pouches I talked about. Let me move on to another of our most popular sellers, convertible backpacks. And our convertible backpacks are really pretty neat. They are shoulder bags or backpacks with a single flip of the zipper, high up zipper right on the top of the pack. And what's neat about these things is they carry a great deal for their size. They're extremely ergonomic for what you want to put into them, um, particularly the backpack side of it. Um, I, I've been known to stuff a couple of days of stuff into there and to sort of just go with it because you, it's um, the, the, the first one. They're all about, let me see, they're all about uh, 10, 10 by 12 is what I tell people. And they have a main, huge main zipper compartment. And the one we have now, we have two models. Well, this is a little confusing, but let me start. Let me start with the um, brown one. The brown one is a heavy-duty pebbled leather with one main compartment that opens up circularly, which means when you stretch it all the way out, it's like an eight-inch by probably twelve-inch deep circle. You can put a lot in there. And then there are three, or I think there are four 
smaller compartments around the backpack for other items. And it's really durable and sturdy. The way it the, the, the way these things open, you have quick accessibility. I flip it over my head and just put the shoulder straps over my arms, and it works really, really well. And I just lived with one of those for a week um, doing, doing, doing um, the ACB conference in Ohio. So, yeah, you can. Um, and now that's one model. That's the brown. The black's a little different. The black one is a very soft leather. It's much lighter. And its design is a semicircular pocket opening the backpack on top or the shoulder bag with two smaller compartments that also are semicircular, but the depth isn't as large on one side and a compartment on the other side. This is a great design. Um, it's very light and it's very easy to maneuver and carry. It's also about $10 less expensive, but we like them both. It depends really what, if you want something really, really durable, you go brown. If you want something soft and you want to just you know, it, go black. We will basically have a brown version again of the very soft backpack at some point. It's just, again, suppliers have been really, really difficult with this. And right, it may, it may not be the first of the year. So those are the two backpacks. Let me move on to telescopic canes. We have recently remanufactured the titanium locking telescopic cane in the 60 inch model. And we remanufactured it one, because we were out. And number two, because I wanted to make the machining of one of the sections slightly better. And they have complied with that. I wanted the button in one section to come out a little more prominently where it did not come out as easily or not at all on a number of on a number of units we had. And when we had that situation, we replaced them, um, you know, when people bought them originally. But now they have done a better job with making them, and I'm very, very pleased with that. We, we told them what they needed to do. So this cane is light. Many of you have used it. It comes, now it only comes with two roller tips, not what I call a tap tip or a glide tip and a roller tip, because the roller tips are what are most popular. And the canes are in nine sections. They close down to 11 inches. They are really easy to carry. And for most people, the roller tips work very well. And the, seven, the 60 inch cane is 70, the 54 inch cane is $65, however, the last God knows how long, Kay and I have been working on modifications. Okay, Kay has mostly been working. On, I figured out we need to do this, and it's Kay to basically figure out how to do it. MacGyver. Which, yeah, MacGyver. Yeah, her name is really Kay MacGyver. Uh, cousin. Yeah. So what we ended up figuring out is we now have a way to modify our canes with roller, Ambutech roller tips, you know, the, uh, not rollers, the uh, marshmallow tips, the big ball tips, and even the NFB telescopic tips, the NFB flat tip. And we do those. It's a $20 surcharge because it's an actual modification plus the tip. But if you want a cane that way, we will do it. We're getting a shipment of tips in this week for a number of people who have been waiting, and that will that we can go right away to do those. But we do do now modifications on those canes for people who want them. If that tip comes off, by the way, and it will, because six months or whatever, um, we will show you how to replace it. 
if uh, if you or we can do it for you. But there, we we've gotten pretty good at figuring out how to help help people with replacement. Let me keep moving to something else that's new. Two two things that I do. We have sold for quite a number of years what I think is one of the probably best travel devices you could ever have with you. We call them power cubes. They are a two-inch cube with three AC outlets and three USB outlets. And, and I mean, heavy duty. You can plug, oh, they is passing me some water because I apologize for the harshness um, vocally-wise. I've been nuts. Uh, as a number of you know, I've been dealing with a bunch of neurological issues this year. And one of them has been dealing with vocal stuff as well. So it gets a little tricky, but these cubes are great. I mean, we put a CPAP on them. Each of us carry one with me when we travel. It's like, first thing we do, in the, all right, get out the cubes. Where are they going? What I love about these things, they have a heavy-duty cord. Use a four-foot cord. You plug them into the wall. You drop the cube wherever you want it, and then the outlets are really proximate to you. And these things are really heavy duty. If you really get to a point of overusing them, and that doesn't happen very often in terms of, you know, devices are way over power, over wattage, it'll shut down automatically. They've got really good protection um, things in them, and they just do it. Now, we've been doing this for years, and we love our cubes. However, People are now getting things with C outlets. And a USB-C port. And that's the one we're sort of liking for the moment. Uh, that's just come to us. So... Or a C to C cable. What we typically do is take one of our three in one cables, are now four in one cables, which I'll talk about in a minute, and plug it into a cube for charging up all our devices. Sometimes we plug two or three of those cables into a cube and then plug six to nine devices in. And you'd think that it would blow up the entire hotel. It does not. And I've yet to have them shut down because they handle the power load. So we've also been selling in combination or separately with this. And the cubes, the cubes are 45, the new ones. They've raised the price on us a little bit, unfortunately. So they are 45 for the, it's it's still 40 for the three, um, what do I say, the three USB A's, but with a USB-C, it's gone to 45. With our cables, the three-in-one cables, which many of you know about. And in the five and 10 foot lengths, what I love about these cables is if I ever have to hang somebody or myself, that's what you can use it for. It's, it's got a steel core. You can hang it. You can put a lot. You can, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, use it as a jump rope, whatever. I mean, it is very heavy duty and thorough. Now, they come with USB, USB-C, a lightning and a micro USB. Well, You know, iPhones going back beyond the newer one. But what we have just been able to get our hands on are those that have, um, I think we have, what do we have? One with two, we have some with two USB-C ports, right? Um, uh, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, so it's, it's, it's basically two USB-C ports. They still have a lightning port and they still have a micro USB port. Let me move from the cables 
Kay had talked beautifully about our Hermione bag, which is both of our favorites because it's the two huge compartment bag. I put a lyric. Actually, we haven't found a Braille device we couldn't put in it. We put a lyric in it. We put a Mantis Q40 in it. When Lisa Salinger was here, she walked away with one for her Manus Q40. It's two huge compartments as a crossbody bag with a very heavy duty duty leather. It actually, what I love about this bag is you reach your hand around it, it's sort of circular at the bottom. And it feels so solid and wonderful and protective. And so, you know, when you love really heavy duty leather, protective. Plus, you open this thing up, and we hadn't found a, there's a secret compartment in this thing, because originally, basically, it's a gun case, and gun cases have to have compartments so they don't find your weapon. Well, this thing is so secretive that Kay didn't find it for four months. It's actually between the two large don't compartments, tell don't but tell we them. won't tell you where. Tell that's, yeah, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's all right. That's, that's the secret. That's okay. The that's the, that's the customer secret. Right. Actually, Barry, I have it, and I still haven't found the secret compartment. Yeah, I know you have it. Absolutely. Give me, give me a call, Myrna. I'll give you a tip. <laughs> yeah, and I've carried. I will attest to it. I've carried a mantis in it too, and I've carried it, it, lots of papers and things when I've needed to. It's 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 a wonderful bag, and you can do it. It's crossbody, so you, you can, can carry you, half your life in there. It's yes, you can. It's yes, incredible. You can. Did you um, call it the Hermione bag? Is what I yes, call we did. It? The Harry Potter Hermione bag. Remember in Harry okay. Potter, um, Hermione oh, right. yes. had Hermione yeah, had a she had that bag. She had that beaded bag that you could put you everything could, into. You yeah. could put yeah. everything and find anything, and it didn't have a bottom. And I swear, um, your your limitation is only in how much you can carry. <laughs> how much? There you go. Which kind of took us to the next thing? We were talking about our Gigunda waist pack which uh, is a huge waist pack. It's about 19 inches across with a huge front compartment um, and a number of compartments um, on the back and on the sides. Um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. That will hold an awful lot. That will hold a 40-cell Braille display. Yep, I've been able to put a, an Orbit Braille display in that thing, as well as obviously a, uh, a BIX-40. I did that last week. And it, it just whole it's a big, we've been looking for ones this sturdy for years. And that's our, it's, unfortunately, it is our most expensive waste pack because it's that long. It's $60. But Kay and I both carry them when we're traveling. It's, it just, it's easy. And it's, it's really, you know, it's one of these sturdy things. It's not going to, the, the zipper pulls are not going to break. I mean, it's made really, really well. And it won't fall off your waist if it's really heavy. Um, it's it's great. And I will say this too. I had major back surgery early this early this uh, summer. And um, that pack has saved me. I can put it on. I can carry a ton of stuff. And it's not dragging on my back. I carry it on my hips. And uh, it's amazing. So if, you're, if you have back issues and you still need to carry a, a good amount of stuff and crossbody maybe isn't the way to go, this is a wonderful pack. They're $60. The Hermione bag is $70, by the way. It's worth every bit. The quality is amazing. The hardware, as Barry said, the zippers, the hardware that holds the strap, the strap itself, just wonderful precision leather work. Let me do a couple of move to electronics quickly. And I apologize for going over because we always do. But there's a couple of things I want to talk about. We are now dealers for the best Braille watches in the world from August Raymond in Switzerland. And while they have been distributed here previously, a couple of their models 
No one has carried their full line. And their full line is a lot bigger than most people think. What is most popular are their Braille watches with CZ dots that appear like diamonds in both men's and women's and in both silver and gold. And we have all of those. They range the, um, the, the what, okay. Well, we will have them as soon as I get, uh, yes, probably next week to the week after. Um, they range from about 280 to $320 for the cubic CZ models. But they also have a lower priced model set that is $180. Actually, it's a, I think it's going to be 160 to 200 and what's in between. Um, and, the, and the difference, by the way, when I say prices, is partly because of the watch case size, 34 millimeters versus 27 millimeters. And may, ladies and ladies and men, usually that's, but there are some people who want the 34. Um, some women order 34 because it's a little bit easier to feel. What I am most excited about, besides their standard, you know, bunch of eight watches, which I just said in two categories, uh, is something else they have done this year. They have created a Braille sports watch with a four o'clock stem opening, which really looks fashionable. I mean, this is not a Braille watch. Nobody's going to think of it when they first see it. Oh, that must be one of those. But, you know, a lot of times Braille watches have always been dull because nobody's ever really accessorized them very well. Their sport watch is beautiful. And I had, I only made the mistake of carrying two to the convention on um, the summer. And that was just, that was not good because it's like, feel it, take it, buy it. And that's what's happened. And those are running $180. No, no, it's, it's feel it, take, buy it, take it, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. They, they, well, they take it. And then they said, you want us to pay for this. Um, so we do have, it's the, it's the entire August Raymond line of Braille watches. Kay and I will go into greater detail if anyone wants to talk to us about that. We're really happy that August Raymond has accepted us as a dealer. And they've been really, really wonderful to deal with. We are also dealers, finally, for hymns and for humanware. Only with respect right now to their book players. We deal both with the Victor Stream 3 and the Sense player. I like both players. What I tell people is the stream is tried and true. They've just added TuneIn. The TuneIn app works. It's great. It's not that complicated. And I like the hardware much better than previously because it's, un it's, it's a unitized body frame. What, used to, what happened in the stream too is that the way it was constructed, if, you, if the top slipped at all, the top case panel, the buttons could fall off because they weren't attached by any other way but by the places in which they were placed. There was no real method of attachment. The Stream 3 is a one-piece electronic design, and it's much better made than that, and I like that. Um, there are bugs in the software. They still got to work them all out. The Sense Player has about 20 Android apps that are pre-screened by the Kim's people that you can run on it. It is, it's in terms of choice and of what you can do with it, it's wonderful. It's got, I mean, it's not limited to functions that are put in by the manufacturer. Um, it's got great voices with it. And I love the range and the quality of the stereo speakers with it. Uh, but it is a little harder to learn. And it's a little harder to learn because you're dealing with an Android basically device. 
So while Jenny actually does a wonderful tutorial for it, it still is going to take some time to work with it to basically make the best use of it. But once you do it, we've got quite really, we're on our third order of sense players at this time because people are finding them. And we do both now, the camera and the non-camera version. I'll add one last point. The way we do them is different than anyone else in the country. We do them as a bundle because they come without anything. I don't like that. So we have bundled our sense players with a case that we've actually made. We bundle them with an extremely high quality set of bone conduction or what I would call open ear headphones. Ones that are very durable and light and can actually be squeezed to put in your pocket, which is something we are really pretty... You know, you don't want you don't want to walk around with these things on your head all the time. And finally, with a 256 gig SD card, that is our bundle. And the pricing is just a little bit over what the prices of the device are. If you're interested, call us. We have sold quite a few of them. We will, and I keep I want to do it as a bundle because I really think people need the accessories that go with it. And that's what we think the package should be. So we're doing those two products, and we use both of them, and we're pretty expert expert with them. And I think this is a good time. Any, oh, 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 we forgot. All right, mystery bags. Tay and I, have. we're saving the best for last. We've decided to make up mystery bags in both leather together categories and in categories, oh, well, actually three categories, leather together, electronics and guide dog and you have what two categories in the guide dog? well by subcategories i've actually got three uh, for any of you who have guide dogs and might be interested in a mystery bag um, i will give you for fifty dollars i will give you a hundred dollars worth of merchandise in this bag now i have the three categories one is travel so that the theme is for uh, people who are traveling with their guide dog. Um, there will be some added little bonus things in there too that might not have anything to do with travel, but just because I will throw them in there. Um, the second one is grooming. And we've got a variety of grooming related accessories that we can put into a grooming bag. Again, $50 is going to get you $100 worth of merchandise. And the third category is mixed. So if you're not particularly leaning toward one or the other, um, and are open to maybe a mix, I'll do that too. We don't have to be rigid here. We can uh, make it fly uh, for any of you who have guide dogs that might be interested in a mystery bag. And the same thing, it's exactly the same thing for the other three. We have a leather together bag. They're all, everything is at least $100 in value for $50. You can have leather together. You can have electronics, or you can have a mixed leather together and electronics. And we don't, I mean, at some point we're going to run out of this stuff because we don't have all that much stuff from inventory like, but we do have quite a bit. So we suspect that, I don't know, five to 10 bags probably is reasonable. And the mystery bags are all good value because when we pack them, we overpack them. We do. And it's, but it's fun. Yeah. It's big fun. You don't really, sometimes you may not recognize what you're going to get. Anyway, now I'm really going to stop and take really any questions. Some questions. Yep. So do we have any hands up? Yes, we do. We got three people, and Deborah's had her hand up from the very beginning. So, Deborah, unmute yourself and ask your question. 
Uh, um, hi, Barry. I am so excited to hear you've got the no bounce patches pouches in. I have been trying for months and was yeah. about to give up. Is there any way that you can reserve one for me? And I promise I will call and buy it tomorrow. Deborah, you, I will yes. tell you, what, you call me tomorrow. I don't. I as I said, I'm waiting for an order of them. But you are number one on the list because I know you've been thank calling you. me, and I'm just thank I'm you, so thank apologetic. You. But you know what? We're sort of at the mercy of the folks we deal with. And yeah, this I know. Into a, it's turned into a way demand exceeds supply. It really because has. I know your number. I know you. Call me tomorrow to make sure. I'll take the rest of the I info. Will. And you're number one on the list. Well, have you thank on you. List. Thank you. I will. I will call you tomorrow. Great. Thank you. Bye, Deb. Bye. Okay. Who's the next up? Londa Peterson. Uh, Londa, unmute, unmute. Hello, can you hear me? We can. Um, the 40 cell braille case, do you know if that will hold a QBraille XL? Easily it should, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure because the XL, the QBraille is, is front to back bigger than most 40 cell front devices. I don't I don't think front to back it is. It's I think it's about twelve by twelve. It's almost a square. Yeah, um, it yeah. is. Um I think we can do that. Um we'll take a measurement. Let me think who's got a uh, yeah, we can we can we can we can take a good test on a cubra. Yeah, give us the call. Um give us I'm gonna call, call you tomorrow. I'm gonna yeah. call you tomorrow. I, I only we'll work half day, so. see what yeah. we, got. we measure everything. It's sort of like I'll grab dimensions and see if it'll work, but I'm I'm pretty confident it'll work in the large in the large one. Yeah, and mine mine is at the Hymns Hospital, so I can't measure it. Oh, so <laughs> hence why I want a case. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay, Debbie has her end up next. Yes. If you already have a sense player, can you buy the case by itself? Yes. Hi, Debbie. Hey. <laughs> I know the boys. Yes, we are selling the cases for only $35. And now lowered alert. And the, uh, whoops, what's going on? Um, is it like an open case? Uh, or no, it... actually, it's like, think of a wallet. And I'll, I'll describe these cases because they're pretty innovative. What we did is we took one of our travel wallets that has a zipper compartment on the top for the player, as well as two side compartments for SD cards and um, a cable you can squeeze in the other side. And then what we do is we use about a two by three inch, well, we use it differently for the sense player in the stream, but we use a piece of commercial 15 pound pull Velcro that allows you to put the player on the outside, attach it with the back of the player, and have all access to the controls. You won't lose the case of laying case. on the case. Yeah. Actually, in the case of the stream, where the volume is not as high as I would like, it mutes out some of the vibration you get when you put it on a surface. So that's sort of nice, too. But you then pull off the Velcro with it, and you just put it right back in the case for travel. And, you know, I mean, some people give us teases about Velcro, but frankly, commercial Velcro is one of the most flexible kinds of things we've found because this makes it very easy to see. And we can do that. We have done this with Braille displays. We've done it works really, really well. 
And we have had no complaints with the working on the sense player in the strain cases. So it's pretty easy to use. You just pull it off, put it on the outside, put it back in, and put it in your put it in whatever case you're carrying. It's not uh, it's not a form fitting case like the um, what do you call it? Oh, it's pretty tight though. No, no, but I mean it's not intended to be used inside the case. Right. You have to take it out of the case, stick it on top of Velcro, and then you're good to go. And when you're done with it. Just drop it back into that zippered compartment. It's it's safe to travel. It's it's a it's it's really it really keeps the uh, the unit safe and uh, cushioned. And it fits in a pocket. And it fits in. A That's the other thing. These these cases are so well tailored to fit the device. When you put your bro your sense player in this thing, you've got about maybe a quarter of an inch space at either end. It's a very nice form fit, and that's why we did it. Yeah, I have one of your stream cases, but obviously the sense player is longer, so it's probably a similar case. The stream case you have is probably a little shorter because I probably used a different travel wallet for it. We we will use a little bit of a different size case for the sense player. Okay, thank you. Okay, looks like Sharon is next. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Time gets away. Um... I'll call you about a cane problem I have, but the headphones that you sell with the sense player, are they um, noise, not noise cancellation? Will they mute out background noise if you're talking to somebody or can you talk with those? Yes, you can. Here's the thing, though. When you're using any kind of, conduction headphones that are outside your ear by that very nature they're going to hear sounds now okay if you however want a pair that will do noise cancellation as well as give you the open ear function i'll upgrade it about 20 bucks and go to a pair of something we really love and the um they work as either a single ear either ear or both ears. And they are award winners from Consumer Electronics Show for innovation. We love them as bone conduction. I mean, they're tiny. They go into a case in your pocket and you can recharge them. They recharge three, you can recharge them three times and they use a C port and they're two inches by two inches square. And as I say, that's an up code a little bit, but you, and you can wear those all day. Um, I wish the microphone volume was louder. The only problem is a little bit of a problem. When you're doing a phone call, because they are behind your ear, the mic volume is not as loud as I would like. Meaning if you're going to do a call, it's better you're doing it on the inside of a room than outside on the street. But that's that's the one minor drawback I've seen of these just because of microphone placement. But if you want real protection, if you want cancellation, it's really better to go with that. But for simple, just if you want really, I guess, simple everyday stuff, and it's going to work really well, they're very light. The ones we do with 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 the stream and the sense player are extreme. I mean, there is one like we just had a person here who um who got a pair of them with other stuff and the, uh, when i tried to give her other ones later on because i had to send her a pair she goes no i want those with the deep bass and the high volume i said i get it all right because there is one pair and that's the pair we use as our primary model did they come in a case 
those the ones you have with the no the they do Sims not player? no they don't oh, okay how do you charge them you charge them with a, uh, a USB C port okay regular standard cable I can case them if you want um, I know what they will fit in really really well actually we've done that a couple of times okay Jeannie is next Barry um, that. Telescopic cane sounds interesting, but I'm not that tall. 54 sounds a bit high for me. So, I mean, well, I'm like five. Close the bottom section. That's, this thing works. It's, it's the eight and nine section canes. Okay. Any section can be closed. There are many oh. people, including myself, who like when I'm walking with the 60 and I'm using it indoors, I close the bottom section. Oh, and you can do that. Okay. You can do that. And the 50, yeah. the 54 will turn into a 50. The 60 will turn into a 54. If you close two sections, you can do it that way. So mm -hmm. that's a really neat little feature of these canes and how to use them. Hmm. Yeah, I've got several canes, but I just might try that, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. call me. I'll have to, I'll have to you give know, you a call. You know, you know where we are. Okay, let's go to Vinny. He's been waiting quite a while. Okay. I have, and I'm still using... A Braillite 40. Do you have a case? The case on my Braillite 40 is worn out. Do you have a uh, case for Yes. Okay, I I'll call can, you. I think we can do a Braillite. I mean, I've got a Braillite 40 on my desk. So I, what I'll do is I'll wait till you call me, and then we'll have basically, we'll do a hands-on to make sure it fits in what you want. But okay. I think, Vinny, you may have to take it out of it. So you take it out of its case anyway, okay? If you yeah, take okay. it out of its case, I think I can do it. It'll fit very, very firmly. Okay, and a Stream 3. Do you have a case for a Stream 3? We sure do. It's our own case. Good. I'll it's call a, you. It's a, it's, what is it's your... A, what is our number? It's six, 617 Guide Lights and Gadgets. 617-969-7500. Um, a really easy number. So, guys, we've come to another end of another stocking stuffers, another an end of another year. So um, next week, we have Ron Miller coming on and Ron is going to talk about the sp split Braille feature of JAWS. Those of us with Braille displays where you can have something going on one side and something else going on another side. And Ron's going to give us a great explanation because Ron's a great teacher. So all of us who've been kind of struggling with this, maybe we'll finally understand it. So that's what's going on next week.